0: You know, LinkedIn is complex, which means that, you know, you need to understand these complexities and your content is the feed for LinkedIn. Sabina, you and I do a lot of LinkedIn content and that's why people talk to us and we, we get business also through it. So finding a job is a business also, right? It's a full-time job. So that's the way you should treat it. And you should really take care of your LinkedIn profile. I know some of the doctors that i work worked with and they're like full-time doctors But they pivoted into something more interesting from where they're actually making good money. So for instance, keto diet is something that one of my clients is really focusing on. I mean, she's a doctor, a medical professional, but she understands how body works, how the metabolism works, and how keto can help them. So to be a keto advisor, you do not need a license. And this is what she is, uh, she's experimenting with, and she's got like pretty decent response. Because a lot of
1: people... Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach Ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Sabrina. From the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals podcast. And this week we have another exciting, another exciting speaker being with us. And he is Hamad Siddiqui, and he helps clients like you, us in healthcare, to grow on LinkedIn, providing LinkedIn strategies, ramping up and optimizing, serving to clients from North America, Europe, Mid-East, and South Asia. And he is the business consultant from LinkedIn Profile Writer and ramping up LinkedIn Profile, empowering LinkedIn users to optimize, use LinkedIn for job search. And which is something we're going to really tap into today is as we are transitioning, a lot of us are furloughed or a lot of us are in a position to want to move to more of an ideal location. How can we use LinkedIn to find the ideal position for us, whether it's still in our clinical position or something beyond clinical? And he also talked to clients who has business, networking, influence, and coaching training and he has more than 15 years of experience. So thank you, Hamad. Thank you so much for joining us. So please sh- introduce yourself to our audience. And what have you been doing? How did you get to this point of being a linking expert?
0: All right. Thank you, Sabrina. It's such a great pleasure to meet you again. live. you know, I remember you came on my life a few months ago, which, uh, which was very good. And I think, uh, See, uh, my own story is also uh, to some extent pretty interesting. I worked in more than 12 countries from Turkey to Papua New Guinea, if anybody knows where Papua New Guinea is, uh, and implemented projects uh, across this region for 14 years in my previous job. Throughout my career, uh, which is over 35 years now, I had been mentoring and coaching uh, young people, not so young people, People in transition, people that have hit the glass ceiling as to how they can grow and move out of uh, a certain scenario and look for opportunities. Because often what happens is that when you are in a situation, it's very difficult, often extremely challenging for you to look beyond that situation. And in that case, external help really is is important. So for the past several years, I have been an extensive LinkedIn user. And I built my business on LinkedIn, using LinkedIn as a platform. And I, I claim to know inside out of LinkedIn, but I mean, the things are evaluating uh, evolving every week. Thing, LinkedIn is uh, working on its algorithm, working on its machine learning and uh, artificial intelligence part of it. And they're, in fact, recording each and every move that we make as a user on LinkedIn. But on the sides of it, the situation is that most LinkedIn users do not use LinkedIn optimally. So they have a profile and often more people think that I have a poor profile, somebody will come and look for me. Really does not work that way. If you have a profile which is not optimized, which means that it is not relevant and it is not targeting a specific sector or industry, things are not going to work out. So on LinkedIn, remember these two keywords, relevance and targeting. If you are relevant and if you are targeting well, you will unfold opportunities for yourself. And that is the way forward on LinkedIn. So that's how I present LinkedIn as an op- as a place to find opportunities. And I work with clients, uh, as you mentioned, you know, from various parts of this globe to help them uh, move to the next level, find new opportunities, pivot, and reinvent themselves. So that's a very, very in thing these days, particularly post-COVID. Uh, I was talking to someone in the in the aviation industry, and she was, wanted to pivot to something different. And I, I kind of helped them think from a very different angle, which she was not thinking about. And now we will be working on her profile to target a new sector where there are there are more opportunities. Because, as you know, because of COVID, aviation industry and the hospitality industry have shrunk significantly. So I stop here and then, you know, if you have any questions, we can like, like move on and to do the next
1: thing. Yeah. Awesome. So our audience are healthcare professionals, whether they are PAs, physicians, um, nurses, really, how do you feel like linking has been the hidden gem, the hidden tool that really helped us define the right location, right thing?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, if you are looking uh, particularly at the North American market, Just if you look at this, take that as a segment to discuss. LinkedIn says 24 million jobs available across the globe on LinkedIn, 24 million jobs. That's a very large number. And 70% plus of that number is in the US market, uh, which is a huge, huge potential market. Now, the thing is that for healthcare professionals, I personally feel that healthcare professionals are perhaps the most dynamic people on earth. In my own family, there are doctors. In fact, my grandfather was a doctor also. So, so doctors and physicians and PAs and uh, physiotherapists and chiropractors, you know, laboratory science technicians and technologists, they all are very, very dynamic because they have what I call a deep analytical mind. And they can actually switch from one thing to another thing quite quickly the decision-making power of a healthcare professional perhaps is the highest, in my opinion. And I am sure a lot of doctors and nurses can relate to that. You are in a hospital and you see maybe 20, 30 different types of patients in a day. And all these patients have different different issues, different physical conditions, and you make a decision. You make a decision then and there if you are in ER, for instance. So your decision-making power really drives everything. That's the leadership role, as you call it. Taking initiative and doing something new all the time is our two key leadership traits. So if you can transform yourself and think yourself in that leadership position, you can do a lot while pivoting into new opportunities. And there are tons of new opportunities, which we were just discuss uh, in the session, uh, Sabrina.
1: Amazing. Tell us, when we wanted to start thinking about these positions, let's just use an example. If it's a physician assistant in the ER, what can they do specifically in the linking search engine? What are some of the steps we have to do, whether it's putting quotations on our title or that specialty? What are things specifically we can look into so we can get to find the right position, not just a bunch of other things that are not related to us?
0: I mean, first of all, we really need to understand what LinkedIn does for us. This is the key thing to understand. So LinkedIn is not your resume. If somebody thinks LinkedIn is your resume, please change that thinking process. Your resume, like the way I call it, is a plain, vanilla-flavored, boring stuff. But if LinkedIn is alive, it's there 24-7, 365 days of a year, it's a live thing. People come and look at your profile. So our objective is to bring people to our profile. And how do you do that? You need to use LinkedIn search engine capabilities. There's a search engine behind LinkedIn, which actually helps pull these profiles up if somebody's searching for it. And North America being a market it is dominated by recruiters, and a lot of companies have, particularly in the past one year, have outsourced a lot of internal recruiting work to recruiters because it's expensive to have your own recruiting resources and HR resources of that sort, uh, outsourcing is the model that's going on. And it has been there, but what I see in the past one year, small actively companies are outsourcing their recruiting uh, recruiting, uh, business, as I call it. So what recruiters do is they look for people and they use something called LinkedIn recruiter as a tool. It's a tool that they purchase from LinkedIn. The way we subscribe, we can subscribe to LinkedIn Premium or Sales Navigator or anything else. They subscribe to something called LinkedIn Recruiter. And on LinkedIn Recruiter, they enter all those keywords that they get from their client. So if somebody is looking for a physician who specializes in a certain certain field, or an ER doctor who specializes maybe in burns, for instance, maybe orthopedics. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a doctor, so they, and the knowledge is pretty, pretty tough. But I'm just, as a layman, I'm trying to explain, you know, you have to have that specialization so that people could target you. And that specialization has to be properly keyworded, embedded into your LinkedIn headline. Your branding really should speak about it. And, you know, you're about somebody should not be a cut and paste from your resume. It should really talk about your passion, about your field and what you have done and where do you want to go from there. So it's like a more uh, like a story, you know, in those 2000 characters that LinkedIn provides you. Then, of course, you know, your voluntary voluntary work that you have done in your life. So all that. So, you know, LinkedIn is complex, which means that, you know, you need to understand these complexities and your content is the feed for LinkedIn. Sabina, you and I do a lot of LinkedIn content, and that's why people talk to us and we, we get business also through it. So finding a job is a business also, right? It's a full-time job. So that's the way you should treat it. And you should really take care of your LinkedIn profile. I know some of the doctors that I work with, and they're like full-time doctors, but they pivoted into something more interesting from so where they're actually making good money. So for instance keto diet is something that one of my clients is really focusing on i mean she's he, a doctor a medical professional but you know she understands how body works how the metabolism works and how keto can help them so to be a keto advisor you do not need a license and this is what she is uh, she's experimenting with and she's got like pretty decent response because a lot of people want to be healthy right So if you can talk about healthy, how do you become healthy, your lifestyle things, you will start attracting views to your profile. And that is actually telling your LinkedIn's algorithm that this profile is doing something. It's machine. It does not really understand our language. It understands the language of what we put in. So what content is, the feed or the food for LinkedIn. What relevance is targeting? Again, going back to the same. So how relevant your content is, how targeted you are on your LinkedIn profile is the key to success. So fix it, keep it active, keep targeting to the right people, build your network with the right people. And that will actually help LinkedIn's algorithm to understand what this profile does.
1: Right. Some of the key thing Mahan uh, was mentioning is that We have to optimize our profile in the way of what is the mission, which direction we want to go. When you're an ER versus internal medicine versus surgery, there's a different skill set and different outcome you wanted to provide. So whether you're thinking about from a clinical standpoint or non clinical, still make your Power statement, start with a verb, not just setting up your titles, because a lot of people are gonna have similar title. How you're gonna stand out matters. Since LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft, when you Google, it's gonna be one of the first thing that pop out. So try to Google your own name, see what happens on Google, right? And would you not give people a great first impression? for being on LinkedIn profile. So your banner actually tell a story, not just that default blue. And your profile, even just your headshot is professional. Give off whether it's that smile, the power stand, whatever sense you wanted people to feel from your profile. And that ball session you're not just, again, listing everything the skill-wise, but what is the outcome you're able to provide? The healthcare leaders specifically, what are the changes? How many people you're able to leave the big team that you had, and how are you able to transform them to the next level, especially those who have multiple service lines? And those who own their private practice, what are the bigger outcomes that Matt even mentioned? One of the doctors he worked with is, someone who trains specifically in that type of nutrition health, right? And you can talk about it because your practice might be fixing and healing multiple different things, but there must be a specific niche concentration you want to highlight. Even let's say it's a med spa, There is difference in what is the primary procedure you wanted to provide for people and the outcome and put statistics, your outcome measurements to make yourself stand out. So once we have stand out and then we start posting things, writing articles, and they are also Google searchable for linking articles. And then when we go into the job search, once we apply they're looking at our profile. They see you as expert and not just another provider and yeah. not just another nurse.
0: Absolutely. So what I always uh, always tell my my clients, you know, in my training sessions, I do an eight week training session, uh, one hour every week for anybody who wants to who wants to attend. And that session, I said, you know, you, be, you can become an all star LinkedIn user in that if you take these sessions. So draw a of it. Have a pyramid. So think this pyramid as the total space of like uh, 800 billion LinkedIn users. See, most of these users are in the bottom of the pyramid, seekers. Big rush, too many people who are just seeking things. And anybody who becomes Sabrina or Amal Saviki, so what we are doing, we, we are also kind of a seeker, but we have placed ourselves in the top tip of this pyramid, which is givers. What Sabina is doing today and what time I'm contributing is we are giving information uh, to people. So we are givers. Once you become a giver, you will start receiving automatically. So what I suggest is start thinking from a very different mindset. That mindset will lead you to become a true leader. And once you are a leader, people start recognizing you. Opportunities will automatically unfold. And, you know, whenever you you think I can share some of the interesting skills that are, that according to LinkedIn, it's a very recent data that I have access to some of, uh, well, it's it's available, but not everybody looks at the data. Uh, And it's a very, very recent data as to what kind of healthcare related skills are in demand on LinkedIn in the North American market. So whenever you you think I can quickly give some. Yeah, uh, please share. Yeah. So top trending jobs in the North American market is nurse, physical therapist, occupational therapist, behavioral health technician, patient care technician, and pharmacy technician. These are some of the top trending jobs in the North American market. And top trending skills, I'm just picking a few here. Uh, We have nursing, pharmacy, physical therapy, rehabilitation. Uh, Medication therapy management, pharmacy technician, basic life support, occupational therapy, laboratory skills, emergency medical services, and applied behavioral analysis. So, a lot of it you can see, you know, if you're a doctor or you are a nurse or, you know, within that profession, a lot of these things are what I call cross cutting themes in any of these professions. So, if we can highlight these top-trending skills into our profile, automatically LinkedIn's algorithm will pick those profiles up because this is what people are searching. These are the top-trending searches that LinkedIn is receiving and recording into its system, and often people miss out on it. So there is a desire, as I call it, okay, my desire is that this is what I want to put on my LinkedIn versus what people are searching if people are searching for a triangle and your desire is to be a circle or a square, you will never fit into a triangle and you will never appear in that search. So as I say again, it's a bit complex if you don't understand it. Once you understand this whole thing and the whole scenario, uh, your why, why are you on LinkedIn? What do you want to achieve of our effect? I mean, set some KPIs, key performance indicators, build your profile, revamp it, optimize it based on your target market, add content which is relevant and targeting targeted, and then you will see results. So I was talking to one of my potential clients, which he's signing up today, hopefully, uh, for a bigger project, and he's in the aviation aerospace business. So he said, you know, his searches are okay, not too bad, but his keyword that he's been searched on is civil technician, which is irrelevant. So even he's getting searches, search results, but he's not targeting the aviation and aerospace. So what is the point? If somebody is not looking for somebody like him from a different profession, there is absolutely no point. So what I will be working with him is actually fine-tuning that research so that at least he should hit two keywords, two keywords from his profession, uh, which are relevant. Then only he he will connect with the right people.
1: Right. This is so crucial for people to think about. You have to be intentional in the research that you do. And when you want to search for job, it's not just about job search, but connection. Ultimately, how do we grow is have the right people in our corner. So reach out to hospital system, to organization that you wanted to work in, click on the LinkedIn profile. They have a company page mostly and look at who are the people there's a section on the left hand side click on people who are the people who are already working in the company because I always say for you to make either a lateral or a different directional change you have to find your ideal environment that dream boss is no longer just a dream job description because that description can change. And when we don't have a support, when we get to the next phase in our career, then we're going to easily feel less appreciative, unfulfilled, feeling like things are working against us instead of helping us. So make sure you make that initial connection because then you stand out. Just like Mahat was saying, there's a lot of HR has been contracting out. So sometimes your application, your resume go through this arbitrary AI system. So it's not being read by a person. And even when it's read by the person, if they didn't really understand your outcome and you just list a bunch of qualifications, then we again wouldn't stand out. If we are reaching out directly to those key players who are in the manager position, hiring process, even the chief of that department, the physician or the lead in that department, you can have a true human conversation for them to understand who you are, what you value, you can share, what you can provide. Of course, people are more likely to set up a call, do the interview and get you on board.
0: Absolutely. And one more thing that I really want to add here, Sabina concluded so nicely, is try to add one new skill into your, uh, I mean, if you really want to outshine and then kind of, you know, stand out of the crowd, think of one skill that others are not mentioning. They, They may have that skill, number one, and they are not mentioning that skill. Or that segment, that community or that professional community does not have one Skill that you can gain, and so many skills. You know, access to these skills is not a rocket science now, with uh, with LinkedIn learning and so many other things happening. So, just if you can add just one new skill, that will stand you all from the crowd, and that is the challenge that I really want to give you. Find that one thing that others are not doing. And that will stand you out from the crowd. And that will really outshine you from the heap of this applications, hundreds of applications that are going out. Do that and you will be successful.
1: Exactly. Find some skills that you have. And then you can also list it in your LinkedIn profile. And when you stand out, other people can endorse you for that skill. So then... Again, right, social proof. And for anybody who has worked with you, ask them for that recommendation for on your LinkedIn profile so people can see how you work with people, what kind of value you're already being provided, what type of impact you have made. So now we know It's going to be hard for us to stand out as expert in everything, but we can still position ourselves in the right way. I always talk about in my last step of the six pillar to become that powerful and passionate professional in our career and life is about influence. We needed to be able to have ways to attract the right people to us, like a magnet. There's five ways. And then also once we have them, there's six ways we're accidentally diminishing them. So we also don't want it to be a diminisher when we have the right people in our circle. Now, we also know that more we reflect, more self-aware we are, we can make the better decision as we go forward in life. So my hand, um, I always ask all my speakers to reflect on my show as well. So if you think about 10 key pillars of our life, right, between physical health, mental well-being, career building, financial intelligence, and your spirituality, your personal mission, personal characteristic and growth, family, love relationship, and social support, thinking about all those, where do you think you're lay right now on the scale of one to 10?
0: You're saying me to yes. I, I think I should be around eight, seven, eight, yeah.
1: Okay, because, uh,
0: You know, people, uh, you see, they're human beings. We really need to like move, keep moving on. You know, fulfillment is something different and your ambitions is something different. So I have fulfilled in my 35 years of career. I've done things people dream of doing. How many people You know, would have worked in 12 countries, you know, with 12 nationalities, 50 different ethnic backgrounds and linguistic and religious backgrounds. Difficult environments where you could not, you are still working and you could not really go out to eat. So that experience and, you know, working with so many people across the globe, helping so many people across the globe, having a family, a loving family and kids and wives and brothers and sisters and mother. I mean, this is all fulfillment. But the ambition is to keep going, you know, keep doing more, keep experimenting. And I'm never afraid of experimenting. Uh, I'm never afraid of uh, what I call, quote unquote, failures, because failures, I think, are the greatest tool to learn things and move on and re-strategize yourself. I get disappointed at times because I am a human being also, but when I'm frustrated or disappointed i would actually know i am frustrated and disappointed i will get myself out of that situation and i don't really need anybody's help to get me out of the situation i can do it myself so i mean this is this is why i say like i think i should i am around seven or eight and i work with people i love working with people i love working with people like you helping people you know the coaching sessions that i do are Interesting, because people are very excited uh, when they join in the session. And when they start right from the first session, they start experimenting and they start doing things which they never thought they would be able to do on LinkedIn. And they love it. So they start loving me. They start like referring more people to me. And what else do you want in this world, man?
1: Yes. So overall... You are in a good spot where you realize some things can be improved and that's what driving you to assess where you are in life. Now, the more we can assess, more we can affirm, there are so many good things we already been doing and let's do more of that. And there are things maybe we needed to tap into more and now we're not afraid to even look at them because if we're too afraid to put them into surface, Those things become a subconscious barrier that will come out later in life that's least expected. So I appreciate your honesty to share with our audience about your life. Now, we know you are a LinkedIn expert in job search and really put yourself in the good light. So for anybody who wants to connect with you, would you recommend that they find you on LinkedIn and have a chat?
0: Yeah, they can find me on LinkedIn. And I've shared my uh, my website address with you, URL with you. You can uh, post that also. And there's a calendly uh, appointment schedule there. I do Thursday morning, my time, couple of hours of calls if somebody's interested. And if somebody is in the same time zone, I don't mind even you know talking to them over telephone or over phone for 10, 15 minutes to help them understand what their potential could be. They can also, if anybody's interested, my next training session is uh, coming on 16th of March, which is Tuesday. So it will be every Tuesday from 16th of March for eight weeks. So anybody wants to join that, that information is also available. So information about the session is available on my my website, uh, but date is something that I decide. So it's going to be 16th of March, starting date, Tuesday. So my, my sessions go every week. So the session that I'm running at the moment is on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then it will repeat again after eight weeks.
1: Awesome. So appreciate your time to share you with them on how can we find the uh, right job in healthcare using LinkedIn as a major platform with different search engines and realizing how we can optimize our profile and what we have to do really to stand out among the crowd. And ultimately, we need to be more active to making that right connection because overall everything is social media the point of social media is networking and connection and if that's not what you're doing and then you become distracted by these resources instead of leveraging that to become the next performer so thank you so much everyone for listening in until next week
0: bye guys thank you sabrina
1: all right my friend how did you love this episode